Hi, this is Linda Burton. And this is Leslie Bracero with Less Talk. Hi, Linda. I am so excited about this topic today because I want to get your opinion on what are some things that causes relationships to be destroyed, called relationship destroyers. What do you think? Wow. There's a couple of them. Um, the first one I can think of is how important it is to keep your word. And I picked that one because we don't realize the, the things we say, the promise we make, how it affects the other person, not just in our relationship with our spouse or with our kids, but with our coworkers of deadlines and different things like that. That's right. That's right. And you know, Linda, I, I always go back to this because I try to pattern my life to this. I'm not perfect, but I try to pattern keeping my word and making sure that it lines up with things that I, I can honestly do. I don't want to set some expectation out there that I'm like, I'm going to do it and not do it. And then that causes a disappointment because mm -hmm. I know that a person and their word are one. Yes. So if yes. I'm saying I'm going to do something, you know, back in the day, shaking the hand was a binding contract. If yeah. I shook your hand, that meant I was going to do it. And you shook my hand, that meant, hey, okay, this is going to be something that's done. But now that's not the case anymore. So yeah. I think in our in our era, integrity is not high on the priority list like it used to be. Yeah, because I even know, I remember seeing TV shows or stuff when they say, let's pinky swear. And then yeah. you see them in the, in the picture behind them crossing their fingers or, <laughs> you know, different things like that. And it's like, what does that mean? It's like, you're not, you're not planning on keeping your word. It's like yeah. the, who you are is what you say. And if you can't say it and do it, then you have to relook of who you are. You know, what do you represent? So. That's right. And I like how you gave that example about the work, the work situation, because there are people who are relying on you to meet deadlines. Mm -hmm. And if you have not done your part, that's going to cause the whole project to fall apart. Yes. Yes. And then that's about teamwork and working together as a team. And when you don't feel like you're working as a team, how many other issues will that become, you know, out of that? Yeah. When I feel like I can't depend on you, when you say you're going to do this and in my heart, I really feel like she's not, she never did. She, you yeah. know, every time she, I have to call her and make her do it. What yeah. does that make me think and feel about you? without you even doing anything else, you know, and, and what you're, who you are, your name represent you. So that means every time I say your name, it's like, that's what I think of. Okay. They're not reliable. They're not responsible. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't have integrity. You know, it's like, where's the integrity of what you say? Where do you stand of what you do and say? Exactly. And then it breaks down to other things. It makes it so right. much bigger than that. Yeah. And you know, even if promotions come up, that your name is going to be last on the list because they're going to say, oh, so-and-so, she's not reliable. He's not on time. You know, he says he's going to do something, never does it. Well, you get passed over. Promotion gets passed over you because you have not proven yourself to be worthy of that promotion. So it's so important that even little things that we think are little, they are big. They play a big role in our next step. For, think know. about for kids, just kids of their parents saying different things, making different promises and don't go through. Just think of how it damaged them, not just then, but sometimes long-term. Oh my land. And I can speak to that because I know growing up as a child, I had a very important person in my, my life who 
my mother would say, okay, don't believe that person until you see the whites of their eyes. And I would say, mama, what does that mean? The whites of their eyes. And she would say, well, if you can see that person standing right in front of you, you can see their eyes, that means they're gonna do it. So, and that followed me even as an adult, it caused other people who were in people of authority figures. I would not trust them. My first inclination was, are they gonna do it? Are they gonna do it? because of what was always being said to me growing up as a child. So it's important that we have to keep our word in front of kids. I, you know, I'm a teacher and I know um, my students would ask me, Ms. Bracero, are we gonna do this? And I, and tongue in cheek, boy, I wanna say no, because I don't wanna do it, but I'll say, okay, yes, we will. When are we gonna do it? When are we gonna do it? And I'm like, okay, we're gonna get to it. And I have to make sure, purposely make sure that we do it before the end of that day because I don't want that child to go home and say, Miss Purcell lied. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's true, we have to watch what we say in front of kids because that makes a lasting impression. Yes. What else do you think that destroy relationships? Well, I think one of the other things that destroy relationships is, is lying. Mm. And I guess that's going back to not keeping our word, but you know, if you can't do something, don't say you're going to do it. Yeah. And especially in a, I would say a husband and wife relationship, because I know personally that I, my husband is a stickler to what he says he's going to do. If he says he's going to do it, he is going to do it. And he holds me to that same level of expectation. And when I don't follow through with my word, and it can be one thing that might have thrown me off. It causes a problem. And then he's kind of looking at me side eye, like, are you really going to do it? You said you were going to do it. Are you going to do it this time? So yeah, we have to be careful even in our marriages, making sure we keep our word. Yeah, but even so, it's hard when, for me, when somebody say they lie because they don't want to hurt that person or they lie because, you know, they're trying to do what's best for that person. And, and I know when my kids was little, I, I I said I would never lie to them. Do a shot hurt? Yeah. You know, I was honest, like, yeah. But by the time you get the water, you know, to when you drink some water, you feel better. So I remember, <laughs> I remember when they were little, I, we act like we couldn't find a water fountain. So it could be time to pass to make them, you know, get over it. And when they did, it's like, oh, it worked. So they thought it worked. But then the older they got, they start looking for the water fountain before they go in to get their shot. So then they'll run to the water fountain. They're like, wait a minute. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's the time that you, the goal was the time. And you couldn't understand that, you know? So I explained, yeah, about the time you get the water, you'll feel better. Yeah. They're like, okay, I didn't hear the time part. <laughs> and then the other thing was with like Christmas and holidays. I told them the truth, you know, about the Easter bunny about Santa Claus. And I'm like, no, no, that's, that's just, I'm going to be upfront with you, you know? And um, we just made that decision to always tell them the truth. And yeah. to me, it was because I didn't want to get to something that they can't see, like religion. You can't see it. And I'm asking you to believe me yeah. when there's, you know, I, I want my word to be so strong in their heart that they'll know mama won't lie. 
Mine yeah. will always tell me that's true. You know, somehow it might hurt. And then there's things that I know that's going to hurt them to say it. I usually tell them, and they know this now, do you really want to know? I'll tell you if you really want to know. And there's times they got it. Like, no, I, I guess I'm okay. I'm good. <laughs> and other times, like, yeah, I'm like, okay. But are you sure? Like, I'm trying to like, this is, this is what is going to happen before I tell you. Yeah. But I always felt like I'm going to tell, I'm, I'm going to tell them the truth. I, I yeah. want to make sure I have that relationship that mom, mom is her word. What she say, what she does is, is real. She's going to stick to it. She, she means it and she's going to stand behind it. Exactly. So, and if I don't know, I'll say, I don't know. It's not yeah. about trying to look cool or smart. I don't know. Well, let's find yeah. out together. Exactly. And you know, Linda, just hearing you say that, it's so funny because when we can turn around and ask our children or ask, like in your case, I could ask your kids, what can you say about your mother? You know, I'm sure they could say she always kept a word. Or what can you say about your dad? Mm -hmm. My dad kept his word. And that says volumes as a parent, how important it is to be that way for our children because they're, like the Bible says, you're going to rise up and call you blessed. Mm -hmm. You know, a virtuous woman. I don't want my child or, you know, I don't have children, but I wouldn't want people around me to rise up and say, mm, that Leslie boy, boy, you might want to look the other way when you see her coming. So, yeah. Yeah. And it is yeah. an honor to have someone say that or think about you mm -hmm. with that i remember um when the kids was in their teenage years i ended up trying to play video games with them and i couldn't find a name and believe it or not my husband and the kids actually picked that name for me to do it virtuous woman that was my my name oh, and it's like you know it's like oh that's <laughs> nice i you love know, that like you know like it's it's it, it's it's all that hard work all that and I say hard work because you can make a commitment, you can make a promise, and there's things that happen, you're tired, you know, things that happen, you're running out of time that you just can't do it. Yeah. You know, and you make it, you, you just do all you can, and they see it, you know, that all you can to make it work. Mm -hmm. And to the point that when you can't, or when I can't, I used to say, you know what, I am so sorry, I can't, yeah. but that'd be the first thing I do in the morning. And that usually is the first thing we do in the morning, I try to make it happen you know, or give them a date and time saying, no, this is what's going to happen. And I kept it. So there's times, you know, things happen that it just doesn't fall your way for whatever reason, you know, things, other things popped up to block it. But as long as you try your best and they see it. Yeah. And they see that you tried your hardest. They see that, you know, it's just, you didn't feel like, or you didn't want to. Mm -hmm. That makes a humongous difference. Now, Linda, what about parents who try to be their child's friend? when they are young, you know, like, hey, I'm going to be cool with my child. And what kind of outcome does that create? I actually think that confused them. We had a, a friend of ours. Um, uh, she had to watch her kids and she always tried to be their friend. Mm. and one day she said why your kids and, and everybody listen to you guys but won't listen to me and we had to tell her because they don't know if you're playing with them 
or they're, you know what I mean? Like you can't, you can't have both titles, you know, mm-hmm. when they're older and mature, you can, the relationship change, but in that beginning mm-hmm. age, they're looking for you for guidance. They're looking for you to lead over them, to tell them what to do, how to do it, what's right and wrong. You can't, you can't do both. It's, no. it's, they're still learning. That's right. So. That's right. And that's a relationship destroyer. Wouldn't you yeah. say? It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's like a boss. You don't see your boss trying to be your best friend, trying to please you. They, they Their goal is to get a job done. They have a deadline. They have things that need to be, they can't be your best friend at the same time. Now, after work in a different setting, they can, but yeah. not at that moment. You have to learn how to separate the two. Exactly. I remember um, a principal saying we were in a training and she said, I can't be your friend from nine to five. I'm not your friend. Yeah. But after five, okay, yeah, we can kick it. We can talk about whatever, whatever. But between those two hours or that eight hour time span, Mm -hmm. we are strictly professional. We are strictly business. So, and it it does help you as a subordinate to respect your role and to respect their role. So you're not looking to them to be their, your buddy or their, you're their confidant or anything like that. No, I'm looking to them, like you said, for guidance. You're supposed to know. So help, hey, help me to know what, what's, what's the what. So I know how to navigate these waters. Another one I just thought of is expectations. Mm. We mm-hmm. sometimes make it too big. I'm not saying you don't supposed to have any, but what do you have and is it realistic? Can you even do it? Yeah. Faithfully, you know? So sometimes we just need a more general, like my expectation for my husband is to stay faithful and to come home every night. You know, it's not to do, to make me feel like a queen or, you know, all this other stuff to make me happy, to make me feel loved. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, it it has to stay that way. Now he does do those things, Yes. but, but you have to bring it back to keeping it more simple. And then when you get those other things, look at it as a blessing, not that he's supposed to. Yeah. And that's what we get because expectations make it seem like he's supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. want that. Yeah. But we can't force that person to do those things. What do you exactly. think about that? Exactly. Because when you put those types of expectations on people that are unrealistic, you're looking for them to be their, your God. Mm-hmm. And they're not, you know, I'm not my husband's God. I'm his spouse. And we are compact, we are supposed to support each other and build each other up, but I'm not filling a void for him and he can't fill a void for me. First and foremost, my relationship with the Lord is primary. Mm-hmm. And then everything else is an additive. And God is the one who fills those voids, not men. Mm-hmm. And we forget mm-hmm. that. We get that out of place, you know? So we have to remember who does what. Yeah. So remember your role. Yes. I think that helps eliminate a lot of relationship destroyers you Mm know um strife is a big relationship destroyer arguments what do you say about that linda how do we alleviate all that strife in our home strife with our spouses strife with our kids strife on our jobs how do we alleviate that wow one of the things we were talking about was giving um goodwill towards each other having that goodwill not thinking that person are against us, making sure that we remember we're on the same team. Mm-hmm. How can we work together? So that's mm-hmm. one. And, and 
the biggest thing for me is, and how I got taught is you, if, if we're sharing something, I supposed to take the smaller piece and give the other person a, it's, it's just a way of showing love. It's a way of just honoring that person, showing respect. Mm -hmm. And then why, of, of, even the Bible talked about the last first of first is last, be last. Don't always think you have to have your way. You have to be first. And when you start doing that, the person see it and they want to do that back for you. Mm -hmm. And that's how you, it starts how it gets, you know, get going. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about that? I, I agree. And, you know, I think about how um, someone said you want to have a competition to outlove each other. Mm -hmm. Yes. You can be the one that can outlove. Oh, let me get up and let me make breakfast. You know, I want to surprise him and make breakfast for him. And he's going to try to outdo that. And, oh, I'm going to make the bed and clean the, clean the house or whatever. So I, I think if we're in a, 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 a mindset of outdoing each other in serving, outdoing each other and showing love, I think that would help alleviate a lot of strife because like you said, Linda, when we get into those, it's because we're feeling like we have been um, slighted mm -hmm. or we're feeling like we have been rejected or neglected or whatever it has been. But a lot of those things might be in our minds too. The other thing is have a win-win um, thought or, or focus with the other person. Okay, what do you mean? Win-win, it's my job is to help both of us win. You win and I win on whatever disagreement we're having. What can I do that you're winning? And you're gonna think, what can I do to have me win? And what am I willing to compromise so we both can win? And there's so many different ways to do it. One of the ways is just simply, if you have an idea and I have an idea and we just can't get along, it could be where we're gonna eat at or whatever. Well, mm -hmm. you write down 10 choices and I'll write down 10 choices. And out of those 10 choices, usually one of them is, is a compromise or one of them you both agree on. Yeah, yeah. So it's not about you won this time, I guess I'll win next time, or you won twice and I never win, or you know, <laughs> it always seems like it's your way. When yeah. you have that win-win mindset, you don't do that. It's 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 simply I won't write down or say I'm going to do something that I'm not willing to do. Yeah. yeah. And the first four four to five of them, it is going to be your way because that's just our natural reaction. Mm -hmm. But when you have to write down ten, usually the last five, you you have to figure out how to compromise. How and that's why the that number way? is 10, you know, instead of five yeah. or three, because then, you know, you knocked out all of just your way and you're forced to say, okay, I guess she can have this, or I guess I'm willing to compromise on that, you know. Yeah. Speak to that, that person, Linda, who's not there yet, who feels like, uh-uh, it's what I want. How do we get to that point where you're saying that Okay, I'm going to give you my 10 and I'm going to be willing to hear your 10 and be willing to compromise. How do you do that? When you're not willing to do that, it's usually underground hurt. It's usually something else there. Okay. And you feel like this will help me get even or close to even. And as mm -hmm. long as you have that mindset, it can never, it, it won't work. It can't work. Okay. You know, the other partner, the only way it'll work is the other partner is doing so much more to make it work. And mm -hmm. after a while, they'll get burned out. Yeah. So it does work for a while, but it won't work long term. 
You mm -hmm. have to let go. You have to forgive the person and let that stuff go and mm -hmm. be willing to compromise, willing to work together, remembering you're on the same team. Yeah. Um, I remember when I teach some of the classes, we have them make, we actually have them make a team name. We have them make a, pick their team colors. We make them, and they usually pick their wedding colors. You know, mm -hmm. we have, you know, do you have a team ma mascot? You know, that's their dog or whatever. Do you have, you know, what are your players? And that's usually your kids, you know? <laughs> what oh, do you team nice. look like? You know, and we actually have them make a team. And then the following week in class, they have to bring back something to represent that team. So they'll make mm -hmm. wearing, you know, a shirt or a hat or just a picture of what their flag is gonna look like or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, or if they don't have any pets, you still have to make a mascot. So what would that look like? What would that be, you know? Okay. So, and some people are so creative. They say a tree and it's so weird how they pick the tree of, of giving life and being fruitful oh, for each other and all this other stuff. They, it's just amazing of what people can do. Mm -hmm. But the main thing is you're on the same team. And if we keep that in mind that we're working together, oh man, you can do almost anything with that in mind, you know, of, of, I can do as far as I can go. And then you do as far as you can go. That would re-energize me and I can go a little farther and just things happen, you know? So it's having that mindset of the same team. I love that, London. When you say team, I think about the acronym, together, everyone achieves more. Ooh. And that's true when yeah. we are working together as a team. So I, like I think one of the relationship to counteract that relationship destroyer is to be a team player to yes. be a team player yes i love it I love and what it. are you doing for your team are you holding them back or are you bringing them forward Where, what what position what are you playing on that team mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. and even when we did that we picked who is who's the owner of the team who is the you know who's the coach who's the assistant coach you know and if you're um a bible believing person you would say god and then the husband and wife are the you know, coaches and, and team, you know, co -coach. Yep. and then the players are the kids or even the in-laws or whoever is staying in that house, mm -hmm. you know? So it's just making the whole act of this is a team. How are we going to mm -hmm. do it and what it looked like? And when you write it out, it's fun. And one thing I learned, and this is why I did it is we already know, we usually know or we fall in place of what we, where we are at, but sometimes we never discuss it. Mm -hmm. And simply by discussing Babe, do you want to be my co-partner? Do you want to be my, you know, co-coach? Um, yeah. Instead of just saying you are. Exactly. You know, that just, you know, bring back that unity. It's almost saying, you know, I'm willing, I, I, st I still love you. I still want to, you know, do my vows with you. I still, it's like renewing your marriage yeah. when you asked again, you know, like, you know, do you want to be the coach? Do you want to be the assistant coach? You know, who is our captain? Who's our leader? Who who owns the team? Who's the players? When you talk and write all that out, it just reawakens up something to just make you have that, you know, like, yeah, 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 we got this, you know? Yeah. So I love that. That's good, Linda. I love that. I love what you're saying. And I think our audience will definitely get a lot out of that, especially the team mentality, because that's really what it's about. If we want to do better and we want to do more, we have to come together as a team. No man is an island. We can't do it by ourselves. We need each other. And that's what this is all about. It's about relationships. Relationships is relating. Yes. Mm -hmm. cool. Is there anything else? 
No, I think that says a lot, Linda. I think we want to leave everyone with that thought, that teamwork, like they say, makes the dream work. And it's true. I know these little cliches are a little passe, but they're very powerful. We yeah, do and I think we gave a lot of examples as well of things that can damage relationships. Mm -hmm. And there's still a whole bunch more that we didn't name. But at the same time, I think this is a good opportunity for our listeners to think, what am I doing? Not what the other person's doing. We already know that. But what am I doing? Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you realize what you're doing, you'll see why your partner's doing what they're doing. And if you can't think of why you're doing, I mean, if you can't think that you're doing anything wrong in a damaged relationship, then you should think this. Why are they doing that to damage the relationship? Yeah. And usually it's because you have done or you're doing something to damage it and they're still there. That's right. That's right. That's that going back to apologize or make that change or just even acknowledging Mm -hmm. It helps so much. When you try to avoid it and not say sorry, that's right there, kills the relationship. Ooh, that's a damaging, that's right there. That's a, a, a relationship breaker right there. Yes. That destroys yes. those relationships. And I, and I hope our audience right there got some of those nuggets out of there. If we want to avoid destroying relationships, let's make sure that we are being sensitive to each other. Yeah. And hey, if you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to this channel. Hit that like button if you want to hear more topics just like this. Right, Linda? Yes. And your life's lessons, laughter and love. What's our goal? Making relationships that last. Yes. Thank you for listening, everyone. Until next week, we'll see you next time. Bye. Right. Bye.